Something Else Podcast. Welcome back to the Something Else Podcast. And for the first time in a long time, we are joined by Sam. Hello, it's been a long time. A very long time. In, in the time she's not been here, we've been making babies. Yeah. I mean, one's in the oven. Yes. She's kicking the living crap out of you right now. She certainly is. We're having a girl, by the way. We're having a girl. Her name is going to be Girl. Because <laughs> it's uh, easy. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, this episode, mm-hmm. it's kind of... Not a surprise, because you kind of know what we're talking about. Yeah. But I thought it'd be cool to kind of get your views on this, because... Let me give everyone listening and uh, everyone watching on YouTube, even though you're generally listening to it because there's no video. But basically, me and Ted had to isolate for a while because we had to do lateral flows and all that crap. And then I busted out the big guns because after a while, he's going to get bored of his toys, right? Yeah. So I brought out the old scale electrics, like the slot cars. Yeah. Now, I have... Sam brought it me what last year or something like that. It's the um, it's called it was the Anki Overdrive. Oh yeah, which is essentially the same thing, scale electrics, except you're not in like the slot area. It's all digital. It's AI, but it's currently been taken over by something called Digital Dream Labs now. It it blows my mind how it works. It really does. Well, I'll give the the listeners, the viewers, whatever you want to be called, um, the people of the mass sepians. Because something else podcast is Sep. Ha. Anyway. So basically, Anki Overdrive, it's literally, you control the cars via your phone. I mean, you can YouTube it, essentially. But all it is, is literally, the car's got a computer in it. It's got like a, a digital track where it reads it. And underneath the car, there's a laser that reads the track. So um, you can set the track up anyhow you want because it's all magnets. So you can do pretty much anything, jumps, you name it. And the cars, when you before you race, you have to scan the mat, uh, the track, so it knows what it's doing. On its own. On its own, so you don't do anything, and then it comes up on your screen on your phone to say this is what your track looks like, and then you hit go, and then you can drive, and you can steer, kind of. Yeah. You can go left and right to switch uh, lanes, but you can do um, attacks. Like the best way to put it, it's like playing Carmageddon, but in real life. Mm. If you've ever played Carmageddon, you guys are awesome. But essentially, that's what it was, and Ted loves it. Yeah. He, he likes to physically push the cars because he's obsessed with cars anyway and trains. So he likes watching wheels go around. So uh, we brought that out. He loved it. But then because it's been taken over by another company, um, they released a new app to make it better, which it did. Yeah. Though it took me ages to uh, get it working. But they've actually. Days dis- worth of <laughs> it took, yeah, it took me agonize, a day. Agonizing. I don't know. Just It was just mad. It was terrible, is what it was. Yeah. But um, essentially, I don't know why I keep saying essentially, but they've they've stopped support for the app. Yeah. Because I think they're just going to um, take it down, really. So um, we brought that one out. Then I brought the, um, I'm, I'm just going to say slot car because I don't have scale electrics because that's a brand. Yeah. But I've got um, one that mom and dad brought me. And it's it's got what, a Mercedes and a Nissan, a Nissan, sorry. Some form of race cars in there. And that's pretty cool, but you can't max the speed because there's no real straights on it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I've got, a, I think it's a Go Carrera one, which is the F1 slot car. It's got a frigging loop on it. When do you see Lewis Hamilton going around a hoop? I mean, a loop even? That is when I would watch the F1. I would be amazed if they did a loop-de-loop 
Random I mean, death that would be pretty badass, to be fair. But me and Ted had quite a lot of fun uh, playing them, which leads me to this topic. What is it you did as a child that's fine to do as an adult? Hmm. Because it's not like you can go and suckle on your mommy's boobie in public, can you? Because yeah, adults, just, that, just that's wrong. It. And if you do that, maybe you need to seek medical advice because your immune system shot. <laughs> so I've, I brought some stuff down. So naturally, slot car racing, um, I, I would say that's fine because we watch that. Is it Hornby? Yeah, the, Horn, the Hornby <coughs> um, ma- uh, model documentary thing that's on, I think it's yesterday at the moment. Yeah, I'm not sure what channel it's on, but it's... Um, it's if if you know what Hornby is, they make like model trains, cars, aeroplanes, uh, motorized ones. <coughs> Excuse me, and <laughs> there's a niche market of people. Yeah, like you can generally say, yeah, they do scale electrics or slot cars. Yes, they paint trains mm. because they've all they've all got this quirkiness to them. And I think what brings me to it really is. As a kid, it's it, it's entertaining. It's fun to play with these cars and to look at the models and everything. But then, when you when you're an adult, it becomes so much more different. It's a it becomes passion, doesn't it? Yeah. Rather than not not pleasure, but because it's obviously still a pleasure to them. But it, it's it's a hobby <laughs> that well, takes over. Because I, I was playing with Ted, and straight away I'm like, I want a new car. Yeah. Like that that childness of me was like, I can do better. So I downloaded this. Um slot car timer thing so you can time your laps and i was like i can do it better i can do it faster <laughs> and i was like maybe i need a new car that's what it is and then i didn't realize the amount of differences there are like i knew there was different scales yeah. you know like tiny yeah big. but then i was watching this guy on youtube and it was a, an english youtube channel so i was like okay rim kind of my my territory i understand what he's saying and um <laughs> it was funny because he had all these bloody sets because generally you buy in sets like get the f1 tracks yeah. get the fast and furious but, <laughs> but the funny part is i didn't realize how expensive they were for a start and he was just doing the gold carrera one so i would say that's the rival yeah of um scale electrics and the funny part was he was like this is like a basic one this is for children i'm like it's it's a toy mm. isn't all aren't, aren't all toys for children and he was like it's about 120 quid i was like no, they're not all for well, children. a bit expensive, considering this bloody overdrive, all digital, bloody futuristic ones, what, 60 quid as a starter kit yeah. or something. And then he was like, but it's like getting into the big boy realms. Like, it's no longer these teeny tiny cars. It's like a car you could fit a hamster in, you know what I mean? Big cars. And he was like, this one goes for about 600 quid. And you're like, whoa. For 600 pound, I'd want the hamster to fit in it. <laughs> For 600 quid, I want to sit on it and not, like, crush it. Uh, you know, the mad thing about it, my first car cost me £550. Oh, that was a lovely car. My little Fiesta cost me that much. The one that cut out in cold days when you're turning corners. <laughs> the, the, the Fiesta that I had to sell because it never worked again. Yeah. Oh, what went wrong with that? Uh, we left it in the, We could put a new one and it got left in the garage and it just didn't work, did it? The batteries had died. The battery went. Something else had gone. Oh, the locks went. Basically, everything died on yeah. it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that got me to the whole scale electrics thing, like slot cars. I think it, it's perfectly fine to do it. You might get called a nerd or, you know, you, you, get, know, you might get called names for it because it's, it's not a nerdy thing, but it's something that, predominantly men, mm-hmm. it's something that every man generally, I'm generalizing here, but every man thinks, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But they're too they embarrassed to admit it. Yeah, yeah. Because I was showing yourself that video of um, 
I don't know where it was. Again, it was England, but they had like this 24-hour Le Mans bloody... Race. Is it Le Mans or Le Mans? Le Mans. Anyway, they did that 24-hour race, but it was Scalectrics. It was, <laughs> they rented out a hall and... <laughs> because you had like the pit stuff and everything <laughs> it's just these dudes sitting down with screwdrivers and like batteries <laughs> brilliant. brilliant the thing is though you can say that to any hobby thing that oh you're a nerd because you like that you but at, oh, the same, definitely. at the end of the day if it's something that you really enjoy then go ahead and do it if you want to do but a 24-hour race you do do that yeah, but then if, if you look at how much money they invest oh, like God. i said a, 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 i say a basic one of their more advanced um slot car kits was like 600 quid that included track two cars remote yeah. but then if you look at like i really really i mean i get that that this off dad where i just go full head into something yeah um and i was looking at what they do and like no they're fine tuning it's they're literally doing what i don't want to say professional race cars yeah drivers do because that's kind of what they're doing yeah in a very smaller version but i, I just thought it was brilliant uh, just on the, t- on the topic of ex- the expense of these things uh my stepdad is got a train track and teddy's absolutely obsessed with it so obviously oh. my stepdad has he's become <coughs> obsessed with it again and he's got it out and whatever and for christmas on his christmas list he has put down these i think it's an engine part mm. and it costs, I think it was about 20 quid for this tiny little motor thing. And I was like, what? What is but it? the best part is, to put it into, again, perspective of like child versus adult, a lot of the trains Ted has, uh, like Thomas train, yeah, Thomas say, the Tank, but Thomas. it's literally put a size C battery in 1.5 volts, flicker switch and off it goes. Yeah. The one Dave has. Oh, it's connected the, the to the The track mind. is electrified, mm-hmm. essentially. You've got... A potentiometer, <laughs> and then a reverse switch and everything. Honestly, if he's not sitting there tomorrow with a train hat on and his overalls, I'll be disappointed. That, that, <clears> that's for Christmas, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but moving on, it's like, again, stuff that I thought... Uh, because I don't, I don't know if it's me, but like as time's got on, even from we, when we were kids, like I would say our generation was, when we was children, it was you were still a child. Yeah. But now, maybe it's the advancements in technology and... The fact that the media corrupts everything. It's its no longer childish. So, like, something daft. And I, I'm going to put this down to TikTok. But I see a lot of skateboarders, predominantly our age, maybe older. Yeah. <clears throat> um, rollerbladers, which I just disagree with. They should never have been made. But Heelys. Oh, I like me some Heelys. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember as a joke, mum and dad went to a Morrison's of all, ta- like all places. And they picked me up these bloody boots. Bear in mind, I'm 6'2". Yeah. Right? They picked me these boots up that had two buttons on the side of the, the inside of your shoe. Yeah. And if you if you pressed them, a wheel popped out of the, like, underneath like the balls of your feet. Yeah. And wheels popped out on the heel. <laughs> so you had these, basically, these, these roller skates. The problem was, I'm 6'2", and the, the shoes were about four inches high. were they bright pink and everything (laughs) but this is the era where boot cut jeans were like the thing so like college days so like you got your flares on (laughs) yeah that's why i turned them into fucking shorts so i've I've got these um moon boots (laughs) have you ever been down the shops by where mom lives yeah so I'm, i'm gonna try and paint this as clear as i can where i used to live there's a little shopping center when you get to the bottom of the shopping centre, you're greeted by Aldi. 
It's depressing, it's nasty, and it's full of tramps. But to get to the next, like, carrying up, up the road, up the path, it, it's actually a hill. It's like yeah. a slight incline. Now imagine this, a six foot two bloke in four inch heels, essentially, <laughs> in his boot cut jeans, with his mum, who's what, five four, five six? Yeah. So I'm clearly like a foot taller than an owl. <laughs> and you accidentally click one of the wheels, <laughs> and you go back down in circles. Oh, God. So, uh... I never wore them after that. <laughs> and before they put their new floor down, right, before in the kitchen, before they put their new tiles down, you could just see trap marks in the same route I did to get uh, to the kill. Hang on then. So college college era, you were 16, 17? Yeah. Oh, gosh. But, th- but th- this gets to my point. As a kid, that would have been awesome. Yeah. But I would have trashed them. But as an adult, I was like, dude, I got, I got wheels in my shoes. Because now you, you, I see everywhere. Well, here like it is. No, if you go through, not, not oh. like the ones I wore, oh, but like right. the ones like you clip onto your shoes. Yeah, yeah. Or the ones where it's just in the back, so you just lift up your toe. And I see it in, Mor- not Morrison's, uh, Asda all the time. Mm. I see it around our little sh- shopping centre. It's always generally the teenagers, like 16 above. And really? Like, yeah. Oh, I must be blind because I, I haven't seen anything like that recently. Honestly, it's, it's weird. Everywhere. Coming and when you go into Brum City Centre, you see. But but this is my thing. As a kid, it's kind of like, oh wow, I've got this. It's it's more of a, you know, a thing. But now it's like a fashion accessory. It's amazing. But I kind of want some. But then, like, <laughs> I look at them and I think, you knob. Oh yeah. Except I was doing the same thing at their age, but I was cool because I had boot cut <laughs> jeans. <laughs> well, the thing is, you, you say the same things to uh, adults on scooters, don't you? <laughs> wow. Ben Ben Ben's uh, very against this. I- adult scooter thing I, I did something about the whole scooter thing oh I, I think when I think there was a podcast where I was like we are all doomed or something like yeah. that and I love the film and I'm going to piss people off with the way I pronounce this but I love the film Wally mm-hmm. it's not Wally Wally oh, if we pronounce it properly it's Wall what, we just don't take the, don't <laughs> no, the because I, I, I'm putting I'm, I'm putting very I don't want to say that word, very silly logic to this. Beauty and the Beast names, Bell. It's about with an E at the end. But it's French, isn't it? Yeah, that's my point. So, Wally literally has a full stop Ooh. after the second hour, so it's Wally. Why the shit people keep saying Wally? Because <laughs> they're like, Wally. Like, yes, you are. But my point is, if you've watched that film, it's so horrendously political, yeah. so horrendously accurate, yeah. that Greta Thumbnailberg woman, she <laughs> <laughs> she, oh, she probably dear. orgasms to that bloody film because <laughs> it portrays real life. It does. Yeah. You know what I mean? At the very end of the film, the, the, the captain, his actual captain's coat is a cape because it can't fit in his arms. <laughs> if you watch that film again, yeah. watch. They have, their bones have separated because they're, they're too fat. Yeah. And they're being wheeled around, <coughs> excuse me, on um on well basically hover chairs. Yeah, yeah. And my point is, going to like the whole scooter thing, is it's lazy. Yeah, it is lazy. Like, it, I, I mean, I was little. I'm going back to when I was about 12, probably a little bit younger. I had an electric scooter, mm-hmm. which <laughs> mine was probably so uneconomical. It was ridiculous because like, it was just like a micro scooter. Yeah. <laughs> but under the the 
what would you call it, like the, the base, yeah. your, your footrest, there was two 12-volt batteries in it. Oh, right, okay. Like what you'd get on a freaking motorbike. Right. And the biggest motor you've ever seen. <clears throat> and it was just the best thing in the world because <laughs> me and my dad kind of tweaked it. So instead of going 10, I went 15 miles an hour. Oh, my God. So your handlebars are probably no wider than a mouse's leg. Mm-hmm. So you so much as sneeze and you're on the floor. Yeah. But the thing I don't like now is, as a kid, that's fine. Yeah. But I think as an adult, I don't mind people on scooters. But it, if you want to get somewhere, you know what you can do? And I've said this in the last, uh, in the We Were All Doomed episode, get a normal manual scooter. Because not yeah. only do you get to where you need to be, you can fold it up and take it with you. Yeah. You have to pay an initial cost. And you get an exercise. Yeah. Granted, if you don't switch between regular and goofy, you are going to get a buff leg and a worn-out <laughs> shoe. But my point, I think, is very valid. If you ride a scooter and you're an adult, you are officially a bellend. <laughs> he says this to uh, anyone, everyone we see on the street. With. Honestly, if I was allowed to run them down, I would have a new paint on my car. My car would be a new colour. <laughs> I just don't get it because they just seem to forget Everything and the worst part is right. The worst part is, I bet a lot of these people drive cars, yeah, probably because but a cyclist, right? If you're a driver, like a dick, get in the get in your lane or something, yeah. If you're a cyclist who yeah. can drive and you get on your bike, suddenly you forget how to drive, yeah. you forget that a car weighs a ton and you weigh nothing, you, f- you forget the rules of the road, don't you? You think you're invincible on a bike, I think it's like I'm not mocking the fact that the scooters are fast or anything but please wear a helmet put some hives on shit do some hand signals so i know yeah. where you're going but they're illegal going... to go huh? they're illegal to go in the paths so. yeah it's, it's, isn't it something like <clears throat> goes over a certain mile an hour or something i'm pretty like. sure if you're on a bicycle and you go over something like 23 and a half miles an hour it's illegal wow yeah I'm I... on the road yeah on the road yeah but I, I just think our roads are not made for it like when we went dublin mm. I like, granted, they're the only roads I've really seen to accommodate that sort of stuff. Yeah. Even in London, they don't really accommodate it. No. Because there's too much. Where in Dublin, their bloody normal roads are huge. Mm, yeah. But um, we're, go- we're going off topic. Yeah. So let me move to my next one. Trading cards. Now, I'm not just Pokemon. talking about... <laughs> I'm not just talking about Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm talking about, like, um, football. Yeah. Um, for you Americans, uh, baseball. Um, What else is there? Uh, I've got to do it. Uh, everything, uh, even uh, down to the the stickers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for me, it's. I think one one of the best moments. I've got a couple of moments here. When I won my first Pokemon game in school. Mm-hmm. Granted, it was more Top Trump, but we'll get to Top Trumps in a minute. Because uh, Sam brought me some of them, and they're wrong. But um. They're amazing. They're wrong. <laughs> they're, they're wrong. Ve- very wrong. They're wrong, but amazing. But um. Two of my favourite memories of uh, trading cards was when I beat my cousin Samuel mm-hmm. at uh, playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember that Samuel. In a at the end of your bed, I, you you had like complete deck, and I just had some starter kit, and I whooped your ass, boy. But it was when I asked him what rules he was playing, mm-hmm. and it turns out he was just playing top trump rules. Ah, and there's me. I was playing it properly and he had not a clue what I was doing. <laughs> he had researched it and everything. Well, I yeah. played it before him, oh. so I knew exactly what I was doing. And after that, he then got really good at it. Oh, right. I still won. <laughs> and then I retired. <laughs> but then my other favourite memory 
was going. Now, it, again, back in the day in Birmingham, mm-hmm. you had Pigeon Park where mm-hmm. all the emos and smelly people sit. There's no bar in there now, isn't there? Yeah, something to do with Christmas, though. Stupidness. Stupid German market. And, um, but in Birmingham, you had the Oasis market. Now, back That's in still the day, it's still going, I think, but back in the day, it was brilliant. Yeah. Because it didn't matter who you was, whatever you listened to, believed in, dressed like, you was welcome. Yeah. Until there was a Yu Gi Oh tournament. Now, I, for some reason, ended up in um, Oasis Market, just eating a bag of crap. Ah, oh, next to Oasis Market, where CEX used to be under like, the walkway. Yeah. There was um, like a, a baguette shop. Yeah. I and I was coming home from college mm-hmm. and I went there to get food by yeah. Square Peg. Mm hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what's going on here? Maybe there's a famous person. No, it's a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. Right. So again, I just want to... Pu- I'm 6'2". Yeah. At this point, I had kind of shaggy hair. Yeah. In my homemade uh, shorts that I made from my bootcut jeans. Which were put together with staples, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. staples. Yeah. They didn't rust as well because I painted them. Yeah, but, um, for years. Yeah, they were comfy. They had a perfect <laughs> butt groove in it. But I went into Oasis Market... And I'm not lying. Have you ever watched Yu-Gi-Oh? <coughs> that cough suggests no. <coughs> Do I fuck? <laughs> Wanker. I watched it with... And my brother watched it, so I sort of like... It was on in the background type mm. thing. I, I couldn't tell you the character's name or anything. Wow. It's, it's kind of like Beyblade. Like, the cards become alive and yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. But you get these, like, card holders or jewel masters, I think they're called. Put them on their arms. Yeah. Yeah. You, you look like you're a transformer. It's awesome. So, like I said, I'm six foot two. Mm-hmm. The guy that had this thing was about six six. Wow! Like he made me look tiny. Yeah. But he he was equally as buff. Right. And it, I mean, I was what about eighteen at the time. Mm-hmm. So he must have been a probably same age, maybe a couple of years older. So he's standing there in full cosplay. Wow. As Yu Gi Oh. Yeah. Was it Yu Gi Oh? can't remember but he, he was dressed as a character and the, the commitment and dedication they have to that game is phenomenal like oh, God, the speed yeah. at which they play I, I can't do that yeah and i was watching it and i was just like this is amazing you know i'm having a look at the like the starter decks yeah. on the side like i want to get back into this and then i was speaking to some blogs like, oh what's happening he's like, oh he's like a local champion or something i was like oh, right. wow and like that honestly they had cameras and everything like this is mental and a fight broke out <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, Honestly, dear. a fight broke out because when he pulled out his card, or yeah. he knocked another one and they accused him of cheating. <gasps> I know. And like, I was just like, anyhow, he punches someone with that transformer. <laughs> I so wouldn't want to go It's going to chip or someone's going to paint on them. I wouldn't want to go after a six foot six guy anyway if he's a... Uh... Especially with a robot arm. Well, dressed up as whatever character. And honestly, I was just... I think it was just a sheer environment. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that's what kind of gives it a bad rep. Yeah. In that aspect. But at the same time, it's awesome. I find it awesome. But I think it's as kids, you play different rules, don't you? Like I said, me and Sam, we were playing what you would class as playground rules. I was going to say, like, it's so, it's so, going back to the training, so it's like Ted at the moment is so involved in Thomas Tank and stuff like that. And, you know, he might grow out of it mm. or he might turn it into a hobby. And it's the same with, like, the cards and stuff. It's, it's what you get as a kid. Yeah. And you're like, oh, cool, I've got these. I mean, it's down to interest. Yeah, and then as you get older, you're like, 
I'm getting into this. Yeah. I, I want, you know, it's more of a hobby now. Yeah, but but that's the thing. It's it's a hobby, but is it acceptable? Are there things you can do as a kid? Like for instance, Ted grows up and he becomes a train mechanic or a train driver. That's obvious because he obviously he's loved yeah. the trains. But if he grew up and started having a crazy collection of Iggle Piggle, <laughs> you'd start questioning him. <laughs> you'd be like, Ted, really? Ted, you 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 you're thirsty, love. If he starts walking <laughs> in away. our house dressed as a Tomley boom, I've been working with him. <laughs> because they lose their pants. <laughs> But you get my point. Yeah, I like, get your point. What, what are things that are acceptable? So, like I said, slot car is acceptable. Trading cards acceptable. Um, I put this one because it makes me laugh because it's this is what you do. Me? Yes. It's to do with food. You're me. I do love me smileys. You and your dinosaur shapes. They're amazing. <laughs> your Bernard Matthew dinosaur things. It's the fact that it's the, I don't <coughs> eat any of us shape but the dinosaur. I mean, what is it, like turkey or something? It's the, yeah, We're not even sure what meat it is. I think it's turkey. turkey. But basically it's... But that's a that's a, <coughs> a childhood memory, like you with your twisters. I didn't really have them when I was younger. Yeah, but they don't look childish. That just looks like some form of animal that's died and well, been yeah. reincarnated into a... Well, but like the the the, me- the memory of me going to Nan's after school, yeah, but and that, eating that, the, the dinosaur, the memory and like the the whole nostalgia to it. Plus, they taste amazing. <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> but it's like me growing up. Mum used to buy these like turkey drummers. Yeah, yeah. And uh, as a kid, I'd really want to eat them, but I'd have to be in the mood because mm-hmm. if I eat it now, I feel sick because I don't like them. Yeah, yeah. And it's like me with turkey twizzlers; they don't taste the same. No, um, obviously lean, Jamie Oliver ruined them for us back in the uh, 2000s. Thank you, Jamie Oliver, you cunt. But like, <laughs> if, if you if you went to a restaurant, it's like, what would you like? And someone's like, oh, I'll have the uh, you know, exotic crab salad. And you're like, can I have some, can I have some dinosaur shapes? You know what? If I went to a restaurant and, and I saw that on the child's menu, I'd have it. I'd be like, I'm having one of them, mate, please. I'd pay for I'd pay a little bit more because I'm an adult and I'd have an extra <laughs> extra one, but I'm having that dinosaur. <laughs> I think it's just one of them ones where it's. I mean, it there shouldn't be a reason why you can't do things. Mm. I mean, hell, if you could go into the really really twisted part of it, you got those people that like to dress up as babies and get taken care of. Oh, exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Again, it, it goes back to being a hobby, but what's acceptable to me and you, but is except isn't necessarily acceptable to other people exactly. or and, and vice versa i mean i mean a lot of the stuff here is what i would say is acceptable like i said i've done slot cars trading games foods yeah um i put gaming as well you yeah, know what i mean yeah. like there's some games like i'd happily go back to my original game boy and play like yeah. the playstation or something because yeah. i guess that's excuse me what i grew up with it's mm-hmm. like my dad and my mom to be fair would never be able to play <clears throat> excuse me something like a game boy because it's just too much for them yeah whereas us it's like it's easy yeah but and it was like um oh well, it amazes me with ted at the moment because you give him a tablet he knows the code for the tablet now he's watched us do it a thousand times he knows the code for that he'll play on that tablet mm. like he would navigate it he'll navigate my phone he's three years old yeah, what's he th- gonna be like in Ten yeah, years but time. But that's his generation, though, isn't it? I know. Uh, like when we were that age, we didn't have the phones. Obviously, one of my earliest memories of, <coughs> excuse me, of like electronics was in my reception mm-hmm. when I was in reception at school, and we had um, this. What well, can only be described as an electronical tumor. 
on a, <laughs> on a wheelie desk, right? And um, it was this big grey cream monitor. Oh, yeah. With a mouse that, I'm not lying, you had to jump on to kind of achieve a click on it. <laughs> like, if you moved it, it made an awful noise because that little ball in, in the bottom of it was dirty. Oh, yeah. And I'm pretty sure you could go for at least five hours sleeps before it did anything. Yeah. And the most we got to do was playing paint. Yeah. It, it's just, it's like, a, it's like, the, like you say, it's a generation thing, isn't it? Because like, you know, if you, if you gave uh, your Game Boy or something to your mom at that mm. age, they probably wouldn't know as much how to use it as you would. Have you seen that Even video now? on YouTube <coughs> of um, that dad Excuse that me. gives his children a cassette tape? I've not seen it, but I can imagine <clears> them. <throat> Well, basically, he's like, this is what I used to use to listen to yeah. music. He's like, have a look. Then the kid, like, if, if you've ever seen a cassette tape, you're a legend. Yeah. But um, <coughs> there's, like, little holes where um, when you put the cassette tape in the player, it basically holds it together yeah, yeah. so it doesn't wobble. So, <laughs> so the dad points out that the little strip, the film, yeah. the, the reel, is, like, that's where the music is. Yeah. So his, his kid puts a headphone jack through the, the gap. <laughs> and he's like, I think I can hear it. Oh. And I was like, wow. That's the thing, that it's alien to them. It's like if you'd show Ted, he probably wouldn't understand the mm. thing, what you're t- telling him. Yeah. But again, this is just, like, I don't know, one point, he's not even, he's, he's at his nance today. But um, it's learnt behaviour with Ted. Like, I have a record player in our dining area mm-hmm. where we're sitting now, and he knows how, to, basically, how to set it. Yeah, because he's watched He knows you. how to put the needle on. He knows where to set it, yeah. what the volume is, what side to do, that sort of thing. But it's it's one of the ones, it's a generation thing. Yeah, of course it is. <clears throat> and I think if you grew up with something, then it, I would say it's fine as an adult. For example, I love me some Dragon Ball. Yeah. I cannot wait for the new film. <laughs> um, It's going to be amazing. Yeah. But I'll tell you a really cool example of this because everyone's on TikTok now. And I follow, is it Jason Frank, the Green Ranger? Power Rangers. Right. And he's on there and he obviously he does a lot of guest appearances. He does a lot of Comic Cons. Mm-hmm. Comic, by the way, not commie. I don't know why everyone calls it Comic Con. Would you say Comic Con's acceptable? Because they're dressing up as characters that, you know, can be cast as kids well, cartoons. This is what I was going to get to with Jason Frank. Like, mm-hmm. no, he also forgot the Transformer voice, but he voiced a Transformer. But, like, he still does the thing where, like, he'll go, it's morphing time. He'll get out his morphers and stuff. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Because for me, it's a nostalgia trip because he was my idol as a kid. Yeah. And I think with Comic-Con, I think it's finding a group of people that are like-minded like yourself. Yeah. I think there's nothing better than it. It's yeah, like, of course. I've always found it really nice when you go to a gig. You find someone. And, and you, you find someone who's, like, when we went to see... Uh, Black Sabbath the first time I, met, I made friends with that Welshman. And yeah. And he was me how he saw Dio and it weren't fair. And then like um, when I've done gigs and I've jumped down, I'm just talking to people and you just bond. Yeah, yeah. And I think it, especially with Comic Con, it's stuff that people have grew up with. Yeah. Like if I went, I'd probably dress up as a Power Ranger or something like, I don't know, Rick Grimes because that's not, obviously Walking it, Dead's not from when I was a kid, yeah, I was an adult. yeah. yeah. But it, it's that interest, it's the, it's the love for it. Yeah. But I think if we get back to the original topic, it's like, are there any things that aren't acceptable? Hmm. I don't know. What, because what? if you really look, if you look at our generation, a lot of the people in our generation are wearing stuff what we used to wear. 
like yeah. shirts with I don't know freaking with the old Care Bears on or something. Yeah. Like my, my mask, like my my nineteen mask, because I don't want to get done over with the whole you know. Yeah, we know what you're talking the world's about. disasters, but it's made from my old Power Rangers duvet cover. Yeah. It's I mean, just... can you think of anything? Let me think, let me think. Um, I suppose it's like, like going back to the like the night garden thing. Like, if it's childlike, like that type of baby child and you're still into it. That's a bit creepy. It starts to get creepy when you get older. I mean, like, when we watch it now because Ted's... We watch it because of because Ted. Of it. We, we, we don't w- watch it because we enjoy it. We watch it because we're too damn tired to change the channel. <laughs> It's like we were sitting there this morning. <laughs> Ted, Ted was upstairs just minding his own business for five seconds. We we sat down on the sofa and we were like, why are we watching this programme yeah. full of children's... But I, I love, and I'll hold my hands up, I love watching Shane the Chef. I absolutely love that show. Because yeah. I do find it quite educational. Yeah, it's about like cooking shows. and it, it has a lot of life lessons, I find. Yeah. But then all the bloody internet mums like, oh, Shane the Chef, he's shit, he can't even sing. I'm like... Can you sing? <laughs> Keyboard warrior. Peace out, bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's yeah. one of them ones where it's... I definitely agree. If you're still into... The baby... Ba- baby, baby yeah. stuff. Like, it, saying that, I'd happily walk around with a Teletubby top. Well, Teletubbies are awesome. Uh, mm, I'm not a fan of Teletubbies. If I'm what? I'm mean, I never have... Did you, did you ever used to get those... Because I know you like colouring in. Yeah. Did you used to get like those big like A2 cards that had felt outlines? The felt, yeah. When I went to, this is when Princess, Di- Princess Diana died. Uh, me and my family went to Wales for a holiday. And for some reason, two memories that jump out was a dog pissing up dad's car and it breaking. And the dog me, or the car? The, the dog pissed up <laughs> his car and then it won't work. <laughs> I don't know if it's related or what. But um, I had this massive card I had two of them. I had a mm-hmm. tie again. I had that for ages. Then I had a, a frigging Teletubby one. Oh my gosh. But they gave me the colours that weren't Teletubbies. You got a, uh, so a, a an need... orange Tinky uh, Winky. Well, you know, <laughs> medication. But it, it's one of them ones where I suppose it gets a borderline of creepiness, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, like if, you dress, if you were really into the Teletubbies when you're 30, you're like... Why? But saying that, no, we children, they, they live that sort of stuff every day. Like, every day, it's Thomas to Ted. Yeah. But with us, we have our moments. Like, for instance, if... I, I don't know, like... If if I want to go and do... <coughs> excuse me, some of that slot car racing, I'll just set up in the garage or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't eat, sleep, and breathe it. No, it's... And I think a... that's maybe a borderline. Like, if you did it constantly, then, <laughs> you know, okay. Yeah, I think, like... I mean... Like... Even before Ted, we've put things like I remember not being well uh, one one time, and uh, Scooby Doo was on the telly. We both Scooby Doo, and we both sat down and watched it. Island, best one ever. And we were like, "There's no, we we didn't have kids at the time, and we were like, well, it's nostalgia to us, Mm. but we wouldn't watch it constantly all the time, would we?" Yeah, but but that that that's for me that's different. Like if it's nostalgia, it's different because again, it's that kind of one once in a while. Yeah. And it's like, I was going to raise this one earlier, um, gaming uh, YouTubers. Like, someone I watch now, he's absolutely legendary, Matt RPD. does a lot of Resi games. I grew up playing Resi games. Yeah. And he's gone on like this, is it a sabbatical? So basically, yes. he's, he's still got a job, but he's not working for 12 months and he's not getting paid. Because yeah. he wants to pursue a career on Twitch. Yeah. And I remember 
when low like when YouTube especially started to kick off and people were like what do I put as like my career? Like, yeah. what's my job position? YouTuber. Yeah. And it was like, oh, you, influencer. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm an influencer. So it's like, oh, you just make videos. And you're like, well, well, yeah, you're a creator. Yeah. And it was like, there was a time where people frowned on that. Yeah. Because it was kind of like. The thing is, they didn't think, <clears throat> because it was such a new thing, like YouTube was such a new thing and people making careers out of it. Nobody understood it no. at all. Like, I mean, so many times they turned up on, I don't know, uh, Good Morning Britain or whatever. Having an interview, like, well, who are you and what are you? What are you? Mm. you know, and they but, explained it and they're like, well, that's just stupid. But, but it's reality TV for a lot of yeah. the But there was a thing with, um, I think it was Lee Evans did the sketch once. And um, he was talking about becoming a full-time stand-up. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what do I put in my job title? Stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And even then, even now, people are still like, oh, especially with comedy, it's like, oh, you tell you're, jokes. Yeah, you're a comic. And it's, it's not really accepted. No. And like uh, the guy I was on about, Matt RPD, he was saying, you know, he, can you imagine him sitting there in like 20 years and he's like 50 odd mm. playing games? And in your head, even now, I'm kind of like, imagine sitting there at like almost 60 playing Resident Evil. But I think when we get to that age, it will be acceptable because we have grown up with it. Why would we change that? Well, not so much that, but I think that whole kind of concept of not necessarily playing games, but streaming. Will yeah. Be way bigger than it will it ever is. Uh, it'll be it'll be it'll be the new TV. That's what it will be. I mean, I, I guess with this whole things you can you can do as a kid but not as an adult. I guess it is really down to you know. It, first, is it legal? <laughs> well, yeah. I think I think it goes down to the point of, uh, you know, a child's interest turning into a hobby is more acceptable than. A child's interest in a, you know, a very childish thing. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw one because you're on about interests and hobbies. Yeah. And I'm gonna do dramatic pause oh, here. I'm even gonna put some echo on this. Oh. Okay, you ready? I'm, I'm ready. We've watched TV shows about what I'm about to say right now. Oh God. Let's get it really intense. I'm really close to the microphone. Oh. I'm breathing down the microphone. <laughs> Lego. 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 Amazing. I want it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> like, we have some Lego where I work, uh, where we're children and all that. And it is good. Hang, I... on, hang on, hang on. I've just emptied the washing machine. Oh, a complete side note. And there is a bit of Lego in the washing machine. I think that's Batman's legs. It is Batman's legs. Yeah, it's Ted's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. But, um, like, I-, I always find Lego a funny one because it- it's-, it's very Minecrafty. Yeah. Now, Minecraft is being used in... Like architecture now, is it? Yeah, because you can use it to kind of obviously you're building it. Yeah. If you've never heard of Minecraft, it's essentially a sandbox game where you can build. It's Lego it's, but digital yeah, to v- me. Virtual Lego in it. Essentially. Yeah. So it's with Lego. Uh, we watched it like the Lego Masters or yeah, something yeah. like that. And you know, when you look at it and you think you can get employed. Yeah. To play with Lego. Amazing. You that can would get be my employed to like come like, up with a new design. Yeah. Like when I was watching that Hornby thing, and that bloke, um, he designed. I think it was a Spitfire with the stand. Yeah, the stand is the new, the new bit. Yeah. That is. So the Spitfire yeah. is still the same because why improve something that doesn't need it? But what this guy did, he he in, not invented, but he created a new stand so it looked like a silhouette or a shadow yeah. of the plane from underneath. 
Amazing. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. But then, like, he's got to go around and, like, take pictures of different aeroplanes so they can build it, just like the other builders with their trains. And it's like, imagine growing up and telling someone, like, what did you do? <laughs> My dad was a train builder. Yeah. Oh, what did he build? Did you know that uh, issue number 53? Yeah, he it's built amazing. that one. Issue 53. The toy one. Yeah. Yeah. How weird does that sound? Yeah, it's a sound weird. You know what I mean? And that's what I, was, I think I was trying to get out with this. Like, what's not, weird not necessarily what... what you can and can't do. Maybe that's a bad title, but how weird is it? Like, it just sounds alien. Yeah, like I think some things do sound alien to us and a bit weird to us. But you know, once you, if you turn around to me and went, "Oh, I, I design Lego kits for whatever," I'd be like. You know what? That's pretty cool because I enjoy Lego. I think it's pretty cool. But if you if you turn around to somebody that wasn't interested in Lego, they'll be like, "Well, that's just weird." Yeah, but the difference is you're open minded. Yeah. What yeah. I find now is so many people are so easily led by the media and everything. Like they can't think for themselves. So like a the topic, fuel crisis. Well, a, a topic I'm gonna <clears throat> do in the next show: insulate Britain. You know what I mean? Yeah. We won't get too much into it because I want to do that as a separate one. Yeah. Yes, something else podcast is getting political. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Indeed. Indeed. But it's like, I'm trying to keep an open mind to what they're doing. I don't agree with some stuff, but I do agree with other stuff. Yeah. And I think it's down to the fact that the, the best way someone put it with the whole insulate thing is... They're now making people hate their cause yeah. by what they're doing. Yeah. And I think that's what happens with people's thinking like, yeah, it's Lego. Mm-hmm. It's a kid's toy. Yeah. But who designed it? Yeah. Adults. Yeah. You know what I mean? For for a reason. And then it was like, some people are like, oh, but it's a kid's toy. Like yeah. with the model trains. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Would... It's like, oh, you... for instance, my job role. I work yeah. with children. I'm an early as practitioner. So by definition, I play all day. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> like, I, I don't even wish that. No. I mean, you've seen what we do in a daily yeah, basis yeah. or on a daily basis. It's more than that. Oh, God, yeah. You know, you've got the, All sorts you know, of the nappies to do. You've got sicknesses to deal with, dietaries to deal with, planning and the curriculum and Ofsted and Control, this and that. Controlling those wild you, children. You've got so much to do, but all all people hear is what they want to hear. Yeah. They hear early years, they think play. Yeah. Um. They hear Lego, they think children. Yeah. They hear YouTube, they think video. They don't hear... They don't see what people go through. Like, let's think of someone like... Um, for instance, Mr. Beast. I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Like, at first he was entertaining, but I just can't. Like, he's yeah. made a good, good name for himself now. Yeah, of course. And he's doing this whole Squid Game thing now. Oh, God. And it's... The money he can put into it is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I bet when he started out, people just like, oh, you never get anywhere. Yeah, the man, like PewDiePie, they're, they're absolutely smashing it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's because they've put the time and effort in, but to all these arrogant people, they're just YouTubers, they're just people yeah. that film stupid, they're just vloggers. I think a lot of it, I mean, it, it depends on who you're talking to. A lot of it is age, uh, generation age related. Yeah, obviously. Because like, if you turn around to... You know, like our parents and say, and try to explain to them what a YouTuber did. They'd just be like, "What are you going on about? That's stupid." Oh, definitely. I th- I do think it is uh, a generation thing, but 
I, I do find stuff like YouTube and Twitch is more acceptable or accepted than TikTok. Yeah. Stuff like TikTok and what was it, Vine, that shit is crap. Mm-hmm. Like, pardon me, it's a, another topic I want to get into. But I find if you, predominantly, a lot of the stuff I see on TikTok is recycled material. Yeah. Because it's everyone doing the same thing, doing the weird the dance thing dance, when they're yeah. popping their hands and pointing to answers and walking left and right or doing that stupid thing when they freeze with a frying pan and walk into it. Yeah. And it's like, can you do nothing original? And That's the people the that do original stuff don't get the credit for it. Yeah. And it just angers me. And I, I think just going back to what I was talking about, like the stuff we did as a kid, we can do as an adult. But I suppose it is a very generation thing. Like Ted's not going to grow up to do what we did because his generation didn't do that. Yeah, but the thing <coughs> is when Ted gets to, you know, his teenagers and we'll be going, oh, you know, we played on a Game Boy or something, it'll be like, Gosh, Dad, gosh, Mom, stop talking, you're embarrassing me. You know. Yeah, and, but I suppose that's down to and it's, the way they've grown up. Like, Yeah, but look, by that time, uh, technology's going to advance that much that it's going to be, you know, something ridiculous that, that Ted plays on. Oh, yeah, obviously. And, you know, if we turn around and give him a, a, an original Game Boy, he's going to go, that's just crap, it's a block, it's a block. Mm-hmm. you know. But well, well, hopefully not, because I think that's the problem, right? With the way children are being raised now, there's yeah, no appreciation that, or acknowledgement. Yeah, that's just a, a very general. Yeah, obviously, thing. like I'm I'm generalising, but it's like the the one thing that annoys me is what's her name? Was her name Greta Thunberg? Yeah. I always pronounce her name wrong. But that whole speech, dude, she's like, "How dare you? Mm-hmm. You took her child all the way." I'm like, "Well, you still living your dumb shit." Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes, the world we are killing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We we can stop that if we tried, but the, the, I suppose what I'm getting at is you have to live. Yeah, of course. I'm not saying it's stop what you're doing because she's doing some good apart from nothing. She's doing great, <laughs> ranting and raving. But then, like I said, I think I've said it in a podcast and I have forgot his name, but the guy that invented that massive net to clean up the ocean, yeah, he gets fuck all credit. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that stupid little girl yeah because she does great speeches that get turned into metal songs she <laughs> you want to hear it, it's brilliant oh my God. like she gets all the credit and she's like you t- took her childhood away i'm like mate mate grow up in the 90s <laughs> I you think, know what i mean i've met made off is she's 18 <coughs> like she's not a child anymore no but yeah, my, i know my point being yeah. is the fact that she's do she's shouting about how people are taking this away yeah. And I'm like, that's fair game. If mm-hmm. that's the road you, route, uh, road you want to go on, let's fix it for the next generation. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I do actively try to recycle. I try not to litter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Something simple at work, like we have a food waste bin. So I do try and reduce that because I, I don't want it to go into landfills or do this or do yeah, that. Yeah, of course. And it's like I'm teaching the children about um, how we can... Uh, is it the Grimwades? Yeah. I love that show. That is another show for children I think is brilliant because they teach how to recycle how to reuse repair yeah refuse that sort of thing reduce and it's brilliant mm-hmm. but i think the problem is now because of tech because of how easily it is to manipulate people yeah people just don't care like there's a guy fuck what's his name adam cope i think he is he, mm-hmm. he does a lot of um he's a psychologist i believe but he does a lot of studies and everything and he went through like generally like not adult magazines is in porn but like okay and hello that sort of thing yeah 
And um, literally, if you uh, these aren't his statistics. This is just why I'm going to try and make like a really exaggerated example. But if you was to flick through him, he would say about five percent of the pages yeah. are actual information and stories. Oh yeah. Eighty uh, percent would be um, advertisements and shit, yeah. and the other percentages would be, you know, how to get the perfect bikini body, how yeah. to get this, how to get that. Five mm. ways you can make your skin look better. Yeah. And it's like it's constantly degrading you. Yeah. yeah. You know Definitely. what I mean? Like, why would you want to read something to say your body's not good for a bikini or your skin's not tanned enough or you've got too many blemishes? Yeah. And like the men's ones, it's always got like Hugh Jackman on front, like looking yeah. ripped and sexy. And you think, I think uh, not everyone's made that way. So why do we want to be that way? Yeah. It, it's, it's giving the, to me, it's giving the, like with Ted <coughs> and stuff, you know, he will see all this stuff, but we have to be the ones to say, that's not real. You have to understand, like, Let's go with Hugh Jackman on the front of is it mm. men's health and stuff yeah. like that. To get him to look like that, they've had he will do a workout beforehand, you know, so he's more well, sort of like, he did the dehydration diet. Exactly. So like, you know, it would be his diet, it'll be a full on exercise. And then they'll take the photos. You, you, you know, we have to teach the younger ones that whatever you see is not necessarily True. The truth. You know, know. what it comes down to? Acceptance. Like yeah. Comic Con, it's one of the few places you can go where you can feel accepted for who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because so many people, like, I don't know, um, that like to dress up, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Like, they get a few times a year to do it. Yeah. Predominantly Halloween. Yeah. Or fancy dress parties. And I, I feel awful because it's like, why can't you be accepted? Like, um, it's like when you, when you see somebody walking down the street, that's like. T- t- uh, stereotypically it's usually goth goth people yeah. goth girls they've got you know the makeup on and the dresses on and they look yeah. t- you know they look amazing but you get a lot of people going oh my god what are you wearing yeah and it, but they're just trying to express themselves and that's what it's down to it's expression isn't it yeah like um me with my power ranger mask it's expression because i like mm-hmm. the power rangers it's it's like it's an enjoyment for mm-hmm. me and I, I suppose that's it, it goes down to like music isn't it yeah like people, what I find is people are too quick to want to be accepted rather than accept who they are. Yep. You know what I mean? And I mean that's a whole different kind of rabbit hole you can go down. Yeah, of course. I mean but that's I for events. With stuff like this, I guess interest from when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. I think it's just what's what's wrong with liking like, uh, Lion King? What's wrong with liking Love Dragon it. Ball? Yeah. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with it. No, no, no. But to somebody somewhere in the world, it's wrong. You know why? Because the world's full of fucking snowflakes. <laughs> Are. They're all a bunch of sensitive bastards. God, God I, I, out I the just... future. But yeah, I think uh, I think it comes down to, you know, hobbies that uh, enjoyment that turns into hobbies. Hmm. That's acceptable. When it gets, you know, the only the only three examples we can come back to is the the Teletubbies. When you're thirty and you still want to dress like, yeah, Lala or whatever her name is, <coughs> it, it's getting on the border of line of being creepy and a bit weird mm. but again it's the acceptance of it somebody's gonna yeah. accept it but you know what it reminds me of like obviously we've never lived through like the punk era but with punks <clears> like <throat> they dress in kind of how they want because that was that was their expression yeah it was an outlet yeah like teddy boys they dressed in a certain way mods mm-hmm. and rockers and i think it's what happens all the time if people don't understand it they attack it yeah it's, you know it's what I mean? anything in life if you don't Somebody's not going to like it. They're just going to go, 
nope, don't like that. I'm going to completely refuse it. Mm. Well, you know what? I think that kind of rounds up this show, to be fair. Yeah. And in conclusion, I think we can say, if you're not a creepy bastard, carry on. Yeah, it's fine. You know, if you want to wear your heelys and your boot-cut jeans, you know. It's what we'll be wearing tomorrow. <laughs> wearing your little kind of multicoloured stripy hat with a with a with an umbrella thing on it. Oh, my God. Go for it. I don't care if you want to uh, wear some little sharp mittens. I'm just thinking of things I had as a kid right now. <laughs> but it, it is one of them, isn't it? Yeah. It's, I suppose it just comes down to is it's it? a generation thing mm-hmm. and you should not care what people think. Yeah. Definitely. As long as you are not hurting yourself and you're not hurting anyone else, of course, who cares about offence? Offence is just words. If it's not directly affecting you, then grow the fuck up. Yeah, I think if you're not <coughs> not hurting yourself, not hurting anybody else, I think it's completely acceptable. Yeah. So on that conclusion, I want you guys to think about things that you still enjoy as a kid, maybe as an adult even. Maybe it's a TV show. Maybe it's a, a game you like playing. Yeah. Maybe it's something you like wearing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for instance, I've been wearing this ring that's got a skull on it since year eleven, mm-hmm. and everyone thought I was some weird goth or something. But I wore it because it was my because back when we was in school, mm-hmm. people had those um, diversity and equality bands, which was black and white. Yeah, because everyone loved them shag band things, yeah. didn't they? And everyone had a different color. Yeah. And I didn't want to wear that because I don't like to fit in because I'm a hipster. You've got a beard. It's because I've got no hair. <laughs> but um, I wore that because underneath our skin, we were all the same. That's why I wore that. Yeah. And I'll continue to wear it until it breaks. It, well, that ring's never going to break. It's stainless steel. <laughs> I know, that's why. <laughs> but yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. What I want you guys to do is just have a think. And then if you think of something, message me. It can be email, it can be through Instagram, Facebook. Yes, I'm doing a selfish plug right now. Not that kind. Different story mm-hmm. on that one. But just, yeah, let me know what you guys think. So, I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.